Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Panthers are rebuilding. It is a rebuilding year. Rebuilding. Rebuilding. Get used to saying it because it's true. And it's, it's not one of those things that's like, as long as I don't admit it, it's not going to happen. It's not one of those things. There's there's really no debate here, and it's funny when you know coaches refuse to say rebuilding. It's like, what you think you're built? You think there's there's some? Think there's good bones here? What are we doing? Like, oh, we're we're not we're not gonna knock it down. We're we're zero and five. There are better teams than you that are talking about knocking it down and starting over right now. You are either built or you are building, and the Panthers are not built, right? They're not competing this year. It's time to turn the page. And that's not saying what you're doing now isn't important, right? I'm still going to be uh, passionate about what you do on Sundays. I'm still going to be watching and learning and 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 judging and and you know evaluating. You have to, but it's just not important for this year. The best part about sports, one of the best parts about sports, is that there's always next season. This is our year, right? And and I don't know why that becomes a negative attached to some fan bases, right? There's there's people make fun of Dallas Cowboys fans, and I'm not one to defend Dallas Cowboys fans, but they're like, oh, every year they think they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, that's the point, right? It, it, you're, you're a fan. You you don't be a fanatic. Every year you're zero and zero. So is everybody else. Go for it. Every, the best part is there's always next season. And the moment you realize that your current season is a lost cause, you start ready for this rebuilding for next year. <gasps> That's what you do. You start rebuilding for next year. Sometimes you realize it's a lost cause in the preseason when you look at your roster and go, Zzz. sometimes it's after five weeks when you're the only team in the entire NFL that hasn't won a game. I don't care if they say the word rebuilding, as long as their actions show that they're rebuilding, you absolutely must start thinking about everything in terms of will this help us win in 2024? and beyond because will this help us win in 2023 what are you you're really excited to get to six wins at best are right, you really excited to, uh, to, to to no i don't even know what you'd be really excited for you're really excited just to have more tallies in the win column it's about winning playoff games it's about making the playoffs it's about winning playoff games and eventually super bowl aspirations you have none for this year. Super Bowl aspirations, none. Next year, why not? Next year, why not? 
Now, that's going to take a lot of developing. That's what you need to focus on. That's going to take a lot of great off-season moves. That's what you need to focus on. That's going to take a lot of, of cashing out current equity for next year or future equity. Rebuilding is not a dirty word. It's It stinks to hear as a fan, but not saying it or, or not uh, admitting it doesn't make it not true. It's called having a plan. It's it's like, you know, I I have a two year old that that goes to daycare, right? So so we just have like colds coming through our house all the time. There is that moment where you have like a, uh, I don't know, a big weekend coming up, or maybe something big at work, and you, like you're getting a cold, right? Your your nose is running, you have a cough, but you refuse to admit it. Like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. Huh. You're hacking something up. You're 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 blowing your nose. I'm good. I'm fine. No, it's all good. That doesn't make you not sick, right? Doesn't change anything. You, you know what you should be doing? Getting rest. Uh, getting hydrated. I don't know why I said it like that. Getting hydrated. Right? E- eating well. Doing all the things you would do to come back from a sickness. I don't care if you say out loud you're sick. I care that you're doing the things to fix it. So I don't care if, if the Carolina Panthers want to go out there and go, no, nah, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm not rebuilding. The fact is you are rebuilding. So as long as you're doing the things to get back from rebuilding, hydrating, right? Getting rest, staying off your feet, not staying up into the wee hours of the morning playing video games. Will this help us win in 2024? And guess what this means about the trade market? You are sellers. You are sellers. Oh, we want a number one wide receiver. Great. Pin it to your vision board. See if you can make it happen this offseason. Yeah. Put it on your 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 wish list and and manifest it. But do not go spend money on it. Do not go spend draft capital, and and I would argue don't even cash in one of your two bigger uh, assets in Brian Burns or Derek Brown for a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, because here's the thing with that. A team acquiring Brown or Burns most likely is a contender, and if a contender is willing to flip a top-tier wide receiver, must that tells me something about that top-tier receiver that they're willing to part ways with a top-end receiver when you're a contender. Teams generally just don't do that. So get draft picks back. And if you want to spin those draft picks this offseason for a wide receiver, you Go can have that it. conversation. But it, I, I'm I'm tired with the like I'm tired with the coaches that pretend like we can't see what's happening. I understand you want to be competitive. I understand you want to play every game like it's your last. I understand that you're not promised a bunch of them. I get it, but we all see what happened here. You started the season 0 and 5. I've said it I don't know how many times this week already. No team has made the playoffs in NFL history after starting 0-5. And I would guess the first one that will is going to be one with a really, really good explanation. Like their, you know, all-world, all-pro quarterback missed the first five games with an injury, came back week six. I doubt it's going to be a team that just went, well, we had this hodgepodge group of guys. Turned it around in week six against Miami, by the way who is going to score a few points. And by a few, I'm, I mean a lot of points. You are either built or building. 
And I, I guess you could argue we're not rebuilding. Well, that would just argue that you never had anything there to start with. <laughs> and you did. You won't. I mean, it hasn't been uh, it hasn't been a decade since you were in the Super Bowl. Well, there's that there's that key step to rebuilding. It's the teardown. And I think Carolina tried to skip the teardown. They did avoid bottoming out by trading up to number one, and I think it's caused more problems than it than it's solved. The easy, I don't want easiest is the wrong way. Uh, the most convenient way to do it is to bottom out in a convenient year, and you get your top three pick the organic way, and you didn't have to give up everything for it because now you're just it's a high wire act, and and you are playing a more dangerous game. You can't afford to miss on any draft picks. I know we got to take a break, but think about this. Let's think. One year ago today, Matt Rule got fired. Are the Panthers better today, one year ago, than they were better today than they were a year mm. ago when they fired Matt Rule? If it's not yes, then it's a no. <laughs> That's the way I Wait, look at it. Had, uh, one year ago, they fired Matt Rule. When did they name Steve Wilkes the interim? That day. That day? I think so. I could, uh, yeah, sometimes they wait a day or two. Maybe it was the uh, next day, but nevertheless. Same week. If, with with Wilkes as the coach, I think it's fairly obvious that they were in a better spot. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. There's a lot of symptoms when it comes to the Panthers, right? I call them symptoms because you have to, to get to the root of it. You have to get to the cause, right? Treating symptoms is great. Treating the cause is better. So you look at the offensive line play. You look at the play calling. You look at the uh, development of Bryce Young. You look at so much of what's been plaguing us when we we pay attention to the Panthers, and you go, all right, are those individual problems or are they all stemming from the same cause? I think they're all stemming from the same cause. And I, and I think I know what that cause is, and I'm going to pass it along to you now. We've been calling it, the four horsemen of the Panthers are not aligned. The four horsemen of an NFL franchise, right? And this is true for all 32 of them, not just the Panthers. The four horsemen of the, the NFL franchise are, it's, it's like, uh, you know, your catcher, your pitcher, your shortstop, your center fielder, right? They're all wildly important. I used to call them on, on the NFL defense. I used to call them the Ravens positions. Because the Ravens always built like Haloti Nada, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. It was always right down the middle. Now all the best defense is built from the outside out, but the Ra- or the outside in, but the Ravens always built inside out. There was always like Woodson, Ray Lewis, Sam Adams, and Tony Saragusa. Like there was they built in the four horsemen of an NFL franchise. The owner, the GM, the head coach, the quarterback. Those four, right? And Sometimes I would argue if you have if you're if you're trying to roll through with like your uh uh journeyman quarterback, then you could get by with three, right? Because you don't have to take into account the opinions of like your your veteran on a one year deal quarterback as much as you do who you hope is gonna be your franchise quarterback or who is definitely your franchise quarterback. So if you're the Panthers, the four horsemen of your franchise, David Tepper, the owner, Scott Fitterer, 
the GM, Frank Reich, your head coach, and Bryce Young, your hope-to-be franchise quarterback. Now, the most important thing of your franchise is that those four individuals are on the same page. Now, that's not to say they're going to agree on everything, but they're going to understand and, and, and know how to navigate their disagreements, right? For example, the, the coach might say, hey, what I want to do on third down is, is screen game. And the quarterback might say, I'm not good at the screen game. Guess who wins that argument? The quarterback. The owner might say, I want to go get a quarterback. The GM might say, there's no quarterbacks available in the draft that are worth it. Guess who wins that? The GM. You would hope. The GM might go to, like, there's there's different things. And by the way, the hey, I want to re-sign this guy to a, a market-setting contract. The GM goes to the owner. The owner says, no, I don't have the money to put in escrow. Guess who wins that? The owner, like there's, there's in every direction, there's different things that you each, it's like being department heads, right? It's better if we all agree, but guess what? If, if it's an accounting question, the accounting department head gets to, to have final say on that one. They all have to work in the same direction. They have to be on the same page. And if those four, the four horsemen of your franchise are not aligned, you got problems. And not of the small variety. You have problems that will splinter and ripple and the vines will grow into every part of your franchise. Because the GM doesn't feel like they can build the roster the way they want to. The coach doesn't feel like they can ever look at the GM and overrule him and say, no, this is what I need. Right, I, I I completely trust you to decide who our fifth wide receiver is going to be. But guess what? With my offense, I need a burner. I need a number one. Those conversations have to be able to be had and and get to a productive final place. There are signs all over the place when you look at the Panthers that these four are not in line. These four are not not only not in the same page, not in the same book, not in the same library. There's a clip from this offseason of David Tepper saying that the Panthers didn't need to spend on wide receiver because Bryce is is the type of quarterback that can distribute it to a whole bunch of them and raise up the position. So you can spend more on defense. That's what David Tepper said. Well, wait a second. You had the opportunity to spend on defense and keep Brian Burns happy, and you didn't do it. So that's Tepper saying we have money to spend on defense, and Scott Fitterer saying we can't come to agreement to spend money on defense. And then this year, what do we hear from multiple insiders? Oh, now they're looking to go get a number one wide receiver. Exactly what Tepper was not saying this offseason. Right? You see how they're not aligned? The rumors have been aggressive that Frank Reich wanted to wait for a, or maybe not wait for, but take a different quarterback in the draft. We have the Adam Schefter clip, correct? This is Adam Schefter, NFL insider for ESPN back in March. Just hung up the phone with someone in the organization, and I said, there's a belief that David Tepper loves Bryce Young, Frank Reich, like C.J. Stratt. What? There's a belief. There's a rumor. Oh, they're not on the same page. And then uh, Chris Lee, WRAL Sports, friend of the show, co-host of the uh, Panthers Playbook podcast with our very own Dennis Cox, told us that he was talking with Boomer Esiason this past offseason. Yeah. Boomer Esiason, Maryland Terp. 
teammate and roommate at the University of Maryland College Park with Frank Reich, mm-hmm. was talking about how much Frank Reich likes his big, tall, strong quarterbacks. 6'4", six, 6'5", six, laser rocket arm. Bryce Young's 5'10", 190 pounds. Seems like they're not on the same page. Then we'll dive even 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 further. Jeremy Chin has value on the open market. He is a player that you could acquire picks in a trade for. I don't think that's even like a hot take. That's a fact. Oh, you could probably get at least a third, I'd say. Somewhere in that range. Yet Scott Fitterer is not trading Jeremy Chin. So that would imply Scott Fitterer thinks he's a big part of the defense. Right, this is a player in his last year of a contract uh, for a team that is 0-4 at the time, 0-5 now. No even rumors of moving him. He played 18 snaps this past week. That is the GM saying he's a part of our team, and the coach saying, well, kind of. We don't really want to play him that much. And, oh, by the way, look at all the injuries they've dealt with in the secondary and in the linebacker court, and Jeremy Chin is playing less snaps seemingly every week. Not to mention how how much uh, Bryce Young and the coaching play calling doesn't appear to be on the same page. That is, I just illustrated a disconnect between owner and GM, a disconnect between GM and head coach, a disconnect between head coach and quarterback. Those are the four horsemen. Those are what you need aligned. And guess what? I didn't even have to look that hard. Those were things that just, you know, stand out like they have a neon sign on the Vegas Strip pointed at them saying, disconnects here. Blink, blink, blink. I think I know how to solve it. Bi-week trip to Vegas. Just those four. Just those four? Just those four. Okay. Put them on the PJ, David Tepper. Give them the private jet. Mm-hmm. Put them up. At, I mean, it doesn't have to be Vegas. It could be whatever, you know. Little rowdy location they can they can get to to have a good time. Just those four: Charleston, West Virginia, <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> probably let probably less camera phones there. Probably better Charleston. Charleston I should say, yeah. uh, you know you hear you you hear about um sometimes you hear about like a, a cast of a of a sitcom. Yeah. Before, like the the they film the pilot because they need to act like they've been best friends for the last you know thirty years in the sitcom. Sure. They send them on like a like a four day trip to Vegas. Build chemistry. Mm-hmm. Get a couple inside jokes. Learn to trust one another. David Tepper, Scott Fitterer, mm-hmm. Frank Reich, Bryce Young, bi-week trip to Vegas. Tepper's foot in the bill. Make it a competition. I don't care. Give everybody 10 grand. See who comes back with the most. Okay. Like, like make something happen. Have a good time. Because if you guys don't start trusting each other and getting on the same page, it's all for naught. It's all pointless. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. 